The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the highs and winners, the rankings. Today, we will discuss the 20 college football games that were the greatest games ever played in the month of December in the history of college football. And we are at the countdown where we will talk about games 10 through 1. In our previous podcast, we covered teams 20 through 11, 20 through 11 of the greatest games ever played in the month of December. And if you listen to that podcast, perhaps you thought, I know some or possibly many, maybe even all of the games coming up. Well, did those games make our top 10 list? Are you right? Do you know the order they will be in? Stay tuned. You're about to find out. Now, before we begin, here's a quick recount of the games played in December that were ranked 20 through 11. Number 20. December 17, 1961, Syracuse 15, Miami of Florida 14, the Liberty Bowl. Ernie Davis rushes for 140 yards. Number 19, December 9, 1961, Baylor 24, Utah State 9, the Gotham Bowl. Oh, what an upset. Number 18, December 1st, 2007, Pittsburgh 13, West Virginia 9, the 100th edition of the Backyard Brawl. Number 17, December 29th, 1979, Clemson 17, Ohio State 15. Ohio State coach Woody Hayes throws a punch at Charlie Bauman. Number 16, December 21st, 1984, BYU 24, Michigan 17, the Holiday Bowl. BYU went 13-0 and was named national champions. Number 15, December 12, 1987, Eastern Michigan 30, San Jose State 27, the California Bowl. Oh my, what an upset. Number 14, December 7, 1963. Number 2, Navy 21, Army 15. This was the game that was originally scheduled in late November, but was rescheduled following the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. Number 13, December 30th, 1988. Oklahoma State 62, Wyoming 14. Barry Sanders rushes for 222 yards and sits out the fourth quarter. Number 12, December 5th, 1998, Texas A&M 36, Kansas State 33, double overtime, Big 12 championship game. Sir Parker catches a pass and lunges over the pylon. Number 11, December 9th, 1899, Chicago Maroons 17, Wisconsin Badgers 0. This was Chicago's 18th game of the season. They did not lose all season long. All right. So those were numbers 20 through 11. Let's take a look at numbers 10 through 1. So here we go. Here are the top 10 greatest games ever played in college football history in the month of December. Number 10, December 5th, 1992, Alabama 28, 
Florida 21. This was the first conference championship game and the first FCC championship game, and it forever changed the landscape of college football. Number two, Alabama entered the game 11-0. Florida was the defending SEC champions, and they were 8-3. Alabama raced out to a 21-7 lead in the third quarter, but Steve Spurrier's high-scoring Gators came storming back to tie the game at 21. With three minutes left in the game, Florida got possession of the ball at their own 21-yard line. Antonio Langham intercepted a Shane Matthews pass and raced 21 yards for pick six, and this secured the touchdown for the Tide. And in turn, a new era of college football was born, conference championship games. Number nine, December 27th, 1892. Biddle five, Livingston College zero. Played in the snow, this was the first black college football game. The game was played on Livingston's college front lawn. Biddle's winning touchdown was scored on a fumble recovery. Number eight, December 6th, 1930. Notre Dame 27, USC 0. This was the last game Coach Newt Rockney ever coached. The following March, Coach Rockney died in a plane crash shortly thereafter takeoff in a wheat field in Kansas. Newt Rockney was on board off to shoot a football instructional movie in L.A. Newt Rockney was 43. Newt Rockney's legacy? Well, he coached the Notre Dame Fighting Irish from 1918 to 1930. 105 wins, 12 losses, and 5 ties, winning 88.1% of his games. Three national championships, 1924, 1929, and 1930. Five undefeated seasons. Consecutive game streaks without a loss, 22, from 1918 to 1921. And another consecutive game streak without a loss, 19 of them from 1929 to 1930. Number seven, December 31st, 1973. Notre Dame 24, Alabama 23, the Sugar Bowl. The two storied programs met for the first time. It was undefeated number one Notre Dame 10 and 0 versus undefeated number one Alabama 11 and 0. Arab Parsegian versus Paul Bear Bryant. It was played in a cold rain, and Notre Dame opened the scoring with Wayne Bullock's six-yard touchdown run for an early 6 to nothing lead. In the second quarter, Alabama scored on a six-yard Randy Billingsley touchdown run, and now Alabama was up 7-6. to Notre Dame came back, took a 14-7 lead on the following play, as the ensuing kickoff was returned 93 yards for a touchdown by Al Hunter. Alabama then cut the lead to 14-10. to The teams traded touchdowns and Notre Dame's Bob Thomas kicked a 19-yard field goal with four minutes, 12 seconds left, to secure the upset for Notre Dame. Number six, December 2nd, 1950. Navy 14, Army 2. Navy entered the game 2-6, and and they were a 21-point underdog to number two Army, who entered the game 8-0. It was played in front of 101,000 fans, and that included President Truman. Navy quarterback, Bob Zug Zastro broke a scoreless high in the second half as he scored on a seven-yard touchdown run, and then he threw a 30-yard touchdown pass to Jim Baldinger to increase the lead to 14 to nothing. The Navy defense stood tall that day and in the second half as the cadets drove to within the 20-yard line seven times, each time they were denied. Number five, December 18, 1981. BYU 38, Washington State 36, the Holiday Bowl. Oh, what a game. 
BYU led 31 to seven with one minute into the second half on two Jim McMahon touchdown passes and a 35 yard interception return for a touchdown. But Washington State came storming back, scoring three touchdowns in 10 minutes in the third quarter to cut the lead to 31 to 28. Jim McMahon added an 11 yard touchdown pass to Scott Pettis with five seconds into the fourth quarter to increase the BYU lead to 38 to 28. But Washington State running back Mike Martin's one-yard touchdown run and a two-point conversion made it a two-point game with 5-12 remaining. BYU then recovered the onside kick and ran out the clock to stop the rally. Number four, December 1st, 1945. Army 32, Navy 13. This was the battle of number one versus number two. Number one Army entered the game 8-0, was the defending national champion, and would go on to lead the nation in scoring 46 points per game and scoring defense 5 points per game. Number 2 Navy entered the game 7-0-1 and had not allowed a team to score more than 7 points all season. On that day, Army jumped out to a 20 to nothing first quarter lead, never looked back to win the game and the national championship. Number 3, December 2nd, 1972, USC 45, Notre Dame 23. USC's running back Anthony Davis scored six touchdowns against the Irish, two on kickoff returns of 97 and 96 yards. Many think that what occurred on December 2nd, 1972, hails as the greatest Trojan game day performance of a player of all time. Playing at home in the LA Coliseum in front of over 75,000 fans, the sophomore running back Anthony Davis took the opening kickoff for 97 yards to the house. This was a 97-yard kickoff return to open the game. He had a second kickoff return for a touchdown later in the game, this time 96 yards. On that day, Anthony Davis became the only player to score six touchdowns against the Irish as he led the number one team in the nation to a 45-23 victory. Notre Dame coach Ara Parsegian, who had won three national championships at Notre Dame, said, Anthony Davis is the greatest I've ever seen on kickoff returns in college. His numbers that day, 368 total yards, 218 on returns, 99 on rushing, 51 receiving. Well, we're down to our final two games ever played in the month of December. Do you know what's missing? Do you know what they are? What two games haven't we covered? Number two, December 19th, 1980, BYU 46, SMU 45. BYU had a comeback for the ages to stun SMU, and one could make a tangible argument it was the greatest comeback in college football history. SMU entered the game 8-3. and three. They were led by the Pony Express, the famed backfield of running backs Eric Dickerson and Craig James. BYU entered the game 11-1, and one, and this means they had quarterback Jim McMahon. The powerful Pony Express stormed out of the gates like thoroughbreds, well, pardon the pun there, and SMU was in complete command with just two and a half minutes left in the game, 45 to 25. Now follow this. BYU scores a touchdown, then tries the onside kick, and they recover it. BYU then scores a second touchdown on Scott Phillips' run. They then try a second onside kick, but that fails. Well, after three downs, SMU punts. BYU blocks the punt, and suddenly BYU has the ball on the SMU 41 with 13 seconds left. BYU quarterback Jim McMahon then throws two incomplete passes. With one play left in the game, McMahon takes the snap and hurls the ball downfield to tight end Clay Brown, 
who leaps between two defenders and catches the last second 41-yard touchdown reception. There were no zeros on the clock when the place kicker, Kurt Gunther, kicks the extra point to secure what may have been the greatest comeback of all time. Well, here we are. We're up to the greatest game ever played in the month of December. What game are we missing? Do you know what game it is? You can pause and think for a moment. All right, here we go. The number one game ever played in the month of December. Number one, December 6th, 1969, Texas 15, Arkansas 14. This game had it all. Pre-game, game, post-game. Let's start with the pre-game. The 1969 season culminated with was, at that time, the game of the century. Here is the backdrop. The game featured number one Texas, 9-0, and number two Arkansas, 9-0, in Fayetteville. See, in the 1960s, these teams had a rivalry for the ages. In consecutive years, each team won a national championship, Texas in 1963 and Arkansas in 1964. In consecutive years, in 1964 and 1965, Arkansas defeated Texas when the Longhorns were number one. Texas returned the favor by handing Arkansas its only loss in 1968. And now, here we are, one year later, in 1969. And not only that, but it was the 100th anniversary of college football. Mind you, with the Southwest Conference Championship and a Cotton Bowl berth on the line. The rivalry pitted number one versus number two. Now, originally, the game was scheduled to be played in mid-October. But in a calculated move, ABC TV exec Bino Cook had the foresight to move the game to December 6th. And it worked. And the game took on a colossal magnitude. Imagine this scenario at season's end. Legendary coaches Frank Royals of Arkansas and Darrell Royal of Texas meet in the 100th year of college football in the game of the century. Number one versus number two in front of over 47,000 fans in Fayetteville. The Razorbacks led 14 to nothing going into the fourth quarter, but the Longhorns rallied. After a 42-yard touchdown run, the Longhorns went for two and converted, and now it's 14 to eight. Arkansas got the ball back, drove, but was intercepted in the end zone. Now Texas still had life. With about five minutes left, Texas had the ball and faced fourth and three, and they converted with a 44-yard pass with just under four minutes left to play. Texas scored again to take a 15-14 lead. And with less than one minute left, the Longhorns intercepted a Razorback pass at the Texas 21 to preserve the victory. Postgame, well, here's the postgame scenario. The postgame was sheer pandemonium as President Nixon presented the national championship to Texas prior to the playing of the bowl games. Well, there you have it, the 10 greatest games ever played in the month of December. And you may be thinking, what about this game and what about that game? But maybe, just maybe, we considered a game that was worthy of what you would consider a member of the 10 greatest games ever played in the month of December. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.